because many of us are uh, maybe um, missing on some in-person uh, reminders. So at least p personally, that I felt like a there was a void in my life. Uh, we used to have gatherings regularly before, and we've been unable to do so, so we thought this would be a safe opportunity to try to do so and keep it short. Uh, obviously, anyone that's attending, uh, we just encourage you to please keep your masks on the entire time, both nose and mouth, so that we can, inshallah, stay safe and continue this for the whole 10 weeks, if Allah Ta'ala wills. Uh, in terms of the topic itself, you know, uh, many of us are now spending a lot more time. Oh, by the way, um, before I begin, so this is also being streamed online, and there are slides that go with the topic. So if you have family members at home or you know people that want to join, they can join on the gathering. They just have to go to the website, refinedheart.com, uh, R-E-F-I-N-E-D, refinedheart.com, and they can join uh, and stream virtually. And they'll be able to access the slides. We don't have the slides for to show here today. Um, but this is recorded, and if you feel um, like you'd like to review the slides afterward, they'll be posted online, so you can always review them, inshallah. Uh, the topic is based off of this idea that many of us are spending a lot more time in our homes now and that naturally can create a bit of friction because we are, uh, we're not used to being home all the time. But the reality is that the home is the place of peace and sukoon for the believer. And uh, one way by which we can um, benefit from the time that we spend in our homes, a home being a gift that Allah Ta'ala gave us, is by taking principles from the life of the Prophet and infusing them into our homes. And one dominant theme that we'll see is this notion of love and how love is so powerful that it can transform a person's home experience and a person's home relationships. So that's sort of the, uh, the idea behind the uh, topic. So the intention is to spend the next, you know, eight, nine, ten weeks or so selecting one hadith from the collection of the Prophet and tying it into uh, this theme. So what is the, the goal for the program, right? Um, the goal is, number one, to uh, try to, there's only one goal, and the goal is to increase love within our homes by taking from the prophetic sunnah or the prophetic example. That's the goal. There's a few objectives of how I hope that we'll all be able to get there, inshallah, in a matter of a few months. Um, first objective is that we'll introduce one hadith weekly as a point of discussion. So I don't want to make this too complicated. Just one hadith from the life of the Prophet and we'll make that the center of the discussion. And obviously within each hadith there's oceans of wisdom. But we'll try to keep this focused on the discussion pertaining to how this applies to uh, our homes and the love that's contained within our homes and our relationships and the love that's contained within our relationships. The second is that we will discuss uh, the relevance and implications of the hadith as it applies to us. So we'll, the, the, the introduction will always begin with the hadith. And then some, uh, some you can say, uh, what lessons we can derive from the hadith as it pertains to us today in 2020 in our current circumstance, uh, me meaning in, uh, in, in present day. The third objective uh, or way we'll get to our, achieve our goal is that before every session at the end, inshallah, we'll highlight just one or two practical tips that all of us can take home and, and begin to implement for the week. Uh, so that's, that's, the plan, that's the plan of action, inshallah. So the first hadith um, that we are going to begin with is a hadith that's uh, in the collection of uh, Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. 
Um, and it goes as follows. عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا أحب الله العبد نادى جبريل إن الله تعالى يحب فلانا فأحب فأحببه فيحبه جبريل فينادي في أهل السماء إن الله يحب فلانا فأحبه فيحبه أهل السماء ثم يضع له القبول في الأرض uh, and this is the translation is the Prophet Sallallahu said rough translation when Allah Ta'ala loves a servant he calls out to Jibreel alayhi salam and says I love so and so so love him then Jibreel alayhi salam loves him after that he Jibreel alayhi salam announces to the inhabitants of the heavens Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves so and so so love him and the inhabitants of the heavens i.e. the angels also love him and then make people on earth love him as well. Again, this hadith is narrated in both Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. So what's the background, right, to this, uh, not, not, not the background to this hadith, but what's, what's, our own, what's the background to the context of this discussion? And the background is this, that uh, this is, the hadith highlights the importance of being loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's important for us to understand what love is. First and foremost, um, every human being has a need to feel loved. Every human being has a need to feel loved. In fact, um, in, in human psychology, they say that the, every hum, there are certain human needs that are essential to development. And of those human needs, human emotional needs, the most important one is love. So it's everyone, you could say, initially I was thinking it was everyone's desire to be loved, but it's not a desire, it's actually a need. That we all have this bucket of love, and if we fill that bucket with love, our life goes in one direction, and if our bucket of love is empty, then our life heads in a different direction. So that's the first point, that every human being has a need to feel loved. Every human being, child, adult, grandparent, uh, brother, sister, friend, community member, it doesn't matter who, every human being has a need to feel loved, has, has a need to feel loved. The second is that when we don't feel loved, problems arise. When we don't feel loved, problems arise. And society, societal problems arise as well. Meaning, I have a bucket, and I want that bucket to be filled with love for people because that helps me succeed, and that prevents me from failure. But when I, am, when I don't perceive love, when I don't perceive attention and affection, then problems begin to arise. In children, this, rep this manifests in the way of behavioral issues, misconduct, antisocial um, personalities, um, violence, right? Is, is the absence of love, trauma, right? Trauma ch uh, as a child. In an adult, this presents as conflict, marital conflict, uh, parental conflict, societal conflict, certain behaviors, narcissism. It's the absence of love that causes a person uh, to have tremendous problems in their life, especially in their relationships, but in every aspect of their life. But, uh, but on the flip side, when a person feels loved, when, all of us, when we feel loved, we're able to achieve our full potential. Right? The peop, peop, if you look at people who are quote-unquote successful in this world, there's, us, there's usually a strong component of love built into their life. Either it was a parent or a friend or someone else that took them on, but they filled their bucket or their heart with intense love and that love allowed them to succeed. And on the flip side, again, going back to the, the opposite extreme, which is that if we as human beings, if we don't perceive love from our surroundings, let's say, then uh, our life quickly becomes upside down. This applies to, and, and so we should keep this in the back of our, our mind throughout every weekly discussion that we have. Like, what role is love playing in my life, and what, what, love, what love am I receiving? 
and what love am I uh, distributing? Because this has a major impact on my own success and the success of my families. So we go back to the hadith of the Prophet I'm going to recite it one more time, in the, at least the translation. The Prophet said, When Allah Ta'ala loves, uh, loves a servant, he calls out to Jibreel and says, I love such and such, so you should love him too. So love him. He tells Jibreel to love him. Then Jibreel loves him. After that, he, Jibreel announces to the inhabitants of the heavens, Allah Ta'ala loves so and so, so love him. So what's happening here? That Allah, the Prophet is telling us, that when Allah Ta'ala loves a servant, right? Allah Ta'ala loves um, someone from his creation, he then declares to Jibreel he announces to Jibreel that I love such and such person, so you too should also love such and such person. My love is such that this should cause you or force you to also love this person. Then what happens as a, a subsequent to this, Jibreel then loves him. He has no choice, right? The most, uh, you could say, prominent angel of all the angels has no choice but to love this servant because Allah Ta'ala has declared this. And no, and no one, no human being, no angel can go against this. Then Jibreel after this announces to the inhabitants of the heavens, meaning all of the other angels, all of the millions and billions of angels, Jibreel makes an announcement and says to all of them that um, uh, Allah loves so and so, so love him. He tells, Jibreel tells all of the other angels that Allah Ta'ala loves this special, special person, this special man, this special woman. Allah Ta'ala loves this person. So you too should love this person. And the consequence of this declaration from Jibreel is the inhabitants of the heavens, meaning the angels, also love this person because they don't have a choice. They received a, um, a, they received a hukum, or a, they received a command from Allah Ta'ala through Jibreel to love, let's say, me or love you. And they have no choice but to then fall in love with the person as well. And then it doesn't end there, right? Allah Ta'ala, what more could we want? Allah, if, if, if we draw close to Allah such that Allah Ta'ala falls in love with us or becomes, in, uh, or uh, we become beloved to Allah, right? Jibreel is now declaring his love and he's falling in love. And all of the angels in the heaven, like what, what more could we need than the love of the angels? But it doesn't end there. Then the inhabitants of the heavens, i.e. the angels, also love him. And then they make the people on earth also love this person, right? Also love him or her. Meaning that the angels then declare to the entire universe that Allah Ta'ala loves such and such person, Jibreel loves such and such person, you too collectively all should love such and such person. And what is the effect of this coming from the angels? That all of humanity, all of Allah's creation has to fall in love. There's no option here. Right? There's no option. There's no possibility of beyond this or besides this. So this is, again, this is narrated in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. Um, so what are the, the lessons that we take from this hadith? Number one, that love comes from Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala is the true source of all love. Right? Love comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Because when Allah Ta'ala, and there's another narration that is, um, that is, there's another variation of that same hadith, in which it, con it continues and says the opposite, is that when Allah Ta'ala hates a person, or Allah Ta'ala dislikes a person, He then commands Jibreel and then subsequent the angels, and then subsequent all of humanity to also dislike that person. 
So you can see that um, wh- where love arises from. It comes from Allah Ta'ala. And if we become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, then uh, we, we've, reached the, we've reached the pinnacle or the source. And all love comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So we should begin to think, number one, like, or we should begin to think first and foremost, um, if, I'm, if I don't perceive love, the first thought should go to mind is, what is my relationship with my Allah? Have I become beloved to Allah or not? If I, you know, and this isn't, uh, this is just a means of self-reflection, right? If I, if I feel this absence, well, maybe I'm not being, maybe that bucket hasn't been filled, uh, one by Allah subhanahu wa taala and two by creation. Um, the second lesson is that if we become beloved to Allah taala, we attract the love of others. If we become beloved to Allah taala, we attract the love of others. What we, our, our understanding tends to be the opposite. Which is that if I focus on people, then people will love me. If I can jump the highest, then people will love me. If I can post the best image or picture online, then people will like or love me. If I have, um, uh, if I if I purchase a large home, then people will love me. Uh, but that's not the reality, right? I mean, that, that there's a degree of affection that people will show. But anyone that has these sorts of experiences will say they don't feel this deep contentment that love is supposed to provide. It's actually absent from their lives. They'll say, yeah, I mean, uh, why is it that I have you know three million followers and two thousand you know two two likes every time i post something i you know get draw all this attention you know because of the car that i drive on the street but i don't actually feel fully loved it's because the, the attention was on the creation of allah when rather the attention should have been on allah ta'ala and if allah ta'ala falls in love with me then people have no choice but to fall in love with me you know, if 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 and, and this is some this is the principle we should keep in mind even uh, when it comes to our uh, this is a principle we should keep in mind in particular when it comes to our family lives and if there's a lot of conflict in our family life we should begin to think well if I became beloved to Allah Ta'ala naturally other people around me in my family in my household my children my parents my siblings they would also fall in love with me my neighbors my you know and, and my, the community members around me uh, where, where has I mean have I have I focused on that aspect which is becoming the beloved of Allah this is an important principle also when it comes especially because we live in a country where we're a minority and uh, and a form of da'wah is to draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because naturally people are like this hadith doesn't uh, is not saying the Muslims will fall in love with us it's not saying that you know people of piety will fall in love with us it's saying the whole all of Allah's creation will have no choice but to fall in love with us They'll have no choice but to but to become attracted to us, right? So the second point is, if we become beloved to Allah Taala, we attract the love of others, and interestingly, others have no choice but to love us. It's not like it's in you know their their mind. It's not like they have the ability to do otherwise. Allah Taala, when He puts something in the heart of a person, like you have to love such and such person, there's nothing I can do. If Allah Taala, you know, if Allah Taala puts in my heart that I have to love this person of Allah, I can't I can't control that love. The third lesson is by making the attainment attainment of Allah Ta'ala's love our personal or familial goal, love will be infused into the home. So if we make it a priority, let's focus back in on the, the, the theme, which is instilling love within the home. If we make, like within our own households for instance, the attainment of the love of Allah Ta'ala, our own personal goal or the goal of the people within our household, like my children, my son, my daughter, my, my spouse, my wife, my husband, my parent. If we make this our goal individually or even as a familial unit, 
then naturally love will be infused into the home. Because again, going back to the notion, the source of love is Allah Ta'ala. And if I become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala infuses love from many different directions uh, into our life. And in particular, this would apply to our house as well. So these are some simple lessons that we take from this hadith. It's a very powerful hadith. And I've heard my teacher relate this hadith countless times. Because there's, it's, I mean, we, we sometimes underestimate the power of becoming the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. But when we put this discussion in the context of love and the absence of love in the world uh, and in our own lives, it, it actually begins to make a lot of sense. And it helps us focus our attention in the right places. So, two practice points, and then we'll conclude, inshallah. The, uh, and these are, again, these are two take-home points that are simple and hopefully practical that we can maybe begin to implement in the next few days. The first practice point is that uh, number one, we should make the love of Allah Ta'ala, meaning the seeking, uh, we should make seeking the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala a talking point in the home. We should make it a talking point in the home. You know, we, this is, uh, obviously there's always discussions that happen within the house between kids and parents and siblings and, uh, uh, you know, and whoever else lives within the household unit. There's a lot of different talking points that happen. What's going on in the world? What's going on in the news? What happened at school? What happened, you know, at work? What's going on in the masjid? What's going on with, you know, X, Y, and Z? There's a lot of different talking points. Um, and even when it comes to deen, there's a lot of talking points. Hey, did you pray your salah? Did you, uh, did you um, make wudu? Did you go to the masjid? You know, these tend to be talking points. How was the program? How was the gathering? But one talking point that we should that we should now bring into our daily discussions with our families is um, uh, is this notion of falling in love with Allah and Allah Ta'ala falling in love with us. Because only when we begin to talk about this within our house will it become a priority for us. So we should make it a point of discussion within the home that with our children, like, you know, what, what is it that Allah Ta'ala loves? How is it that we can become the beloved of Allah? Just this love in and of itself is an attractive word and concept to discuss. And especially when it comes to children or even with, with just anyone in the family, really, or even ourselves, the more we discuss it, the more it's, it's to become a priority for us. The second is practice point that we can do is that we can try to recite the dua that the Prophet ﷺ taught us that came from uh, Prophet Dawood And again, the dua I have written on the next slide, which again you can you can access online. It's a lengthy dua, uh, and I'm gonna in the interest of time, I'm just gonna uh, summarize it. But the Prophet ﷺ had said that there was a da there was a dua that Dawood used to make, and that dua basically uh, it's a lengthy dua. But the first part of the dua is simple: Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbuk. That Oh Allah, I I ask from you your love, and then it continues the love of those whom you love, the deeds which will cause me to attain your love, etc. And if we can learn the Arabic, you know, possible, it might be, a, it might, it might, it's lengthy, so maybe it's not practical for this week, but at least the beginning part, that uh, in Arabic or in English, the, Oh Allah, I ask from you your love. Oh Allah, I ask from you your love. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak. Oh Allah, I ask from you your love. So even if we just take this, perhaps the, uh, Allah Ta'ala's love will then descend upon us, and then that will permeate, 
uh, it'll affect the people around us and they'll learn to fall in love with us and in general love will begin to spread within the home and that becomes a priority for all of us so uh, those are the uh, the two action points number one is to try to make Allah Ta'ala and the love of Allah Ta'ala a talking point in the home and number two is to begin to recite and supplicate and, and ask from our hearts the dua of Dawood which is to ask Allah Ta'ala for his love so may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala allow us to benefit from the uh, hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala allow us to attain his love such that it uh, forces uh, forces all of his creation to fall in love with us and fill our bucket of love. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect us and our families. Wa akhru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.